just, I mean, I, I think we got to get past the myth that numbers don't matter. We just got to start figuring out what numbers matter most. Hey, everybody, a really exciting episode 134 of the Youth Ministry Booster podcast. Whether this is your first time or your 134th time, thanks for listening and check it out. This month, we are focusing on all things related to big numbers and data. So whether that's the numbers for the devotionals we want you to have for your kids or the way in which you count in your youth ministry, this month of May is all about the ways in which things matter or the way in which things count. And so we're starting this month off with one of our friends, Kenny Campbell, from Stuff You Can Use, Grow Curriculum and Grow Numbers, who's been doing a lot of tool-creating behind-the-scenes work for a lot of youth ministers to figure out what are the things that we should be counting and what are the right kind of systems to measure in our youth ministry. We all want to grow, but is there a better way to calculate or count the ways in which our youth ministry is growing or not growing? Kenny's got some great insights and some great tools for you to check out today, but it's a question. All month, we're going to ask this question, what are the things that matter? What stuff counts? And so for this episode of Youth Ministry Booster Podcast, for this month in Youth Ministry Booster, if you're part of the coaching network, everything is about what counts, what matters, how do we make it last, how do we make it work. Check out this interview with our buddy Kenny, and I'll catch you at the end with more things. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Youth Ministry Booster Podcast. So I feel like this guy is a guy that probably doesn't need a whole lot of introduction. Uh, he has been a friend of ours for a long time, but finally got him here across the microphone for a little one-on-one time with the one, the only, Kenny Kenneth Campbell. Kenny, how you doing today, brother? <laughs> What's up? Doing good. And I definitely need an introduction. Uh, I don't think youth ministry cred goes as far as you think it does. Oh, it, it goes credit in our circle. So Casey Kenneth, the one, the only, the K to the sizzle, uh, and his uh, life partner and spouse, uh, L Campbell, are the people behind the stuff you can use, uh, the geniuses behind Grow Curriculum. And for today's project, the guru behind Grow Numbers, because today on the podcast, we are talking about one of the most relevant things in youth ministry that nobody wants to talk about. It's the elephant in the room that we've got to talk about, and that's the numbers that matter. And so, Kenny, you have been a youth minister for uh, a good bit, served some time up in a Buffalo, 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 New York area, and then have served on some different organizations for things related to youth ministry. But you, I think, have served in a, a really important role, and that's kind of meta youth ministry. You have been ministering to, coaching, and encouraging hundreds thousands of youth ministers and in a lot of different functions. But one of the things that we've come back to a lot is the importance in which this new role for you serving in stuff you can use and then grow curriculum and now grow numbers relates to big data for youth ministry and not in a scary way, but in a helpful way. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. And if uh, numbers is the elephant in the room, I just named an entire piece of software numbers. So right. we are, we are approaching it head on. We do want to help youth workers and youth pastors, uh, understand their numbers and really help define what is important to track, what's maybe not as important as you thought, and just like giving you numbers across the board so that you can see the health of your ministry over time and uh, yeah, giving you the tools to be able to track that and actually do stuff with it. That's right, because I think for a lot of folks, like this is the thing that it's it's the conversation we don't want to have, right? Because we don't know how to have it. And I think for a lot of things in youth ministry, like we've got to find better ways to talk about the things that are important. It's not just dismissing what was, but finding the important ways to engage it. So for a lot of folks, if we ask this question, hey, 
how many kids did you have last week? Like there, there is this like loaded question of how many are you running or how, how, how big was your event or how many registrations did you have that a lot of folks kind of have three reactions, either like, yeah, I'll tell you. And maybe it's truthful. Maybe it's not <laughs> Two, I won't tell you because they don't matter or three, they freeze because they're not sure exactly what to say. Because if you say a certain number, that's it's because it becomes this relative thing of like, well, if I tell this guy I had 50 people, I'm awesome. If I tell the same uh, number to a different person, then I seem like a failure, which again tells me that we have no grounding on what we're actually talking about because the number can't be that relative because it has to serve your context. And I think that's the thing that people are not talking about enough is that my growth from this number to another number from A to B may numerically be a lot less than my buddy's church down the road, but percentage wise or on a trend or on some kind of graph, it's actually huge. Like if you have a youth ministry that's 28% of this small church, but most of the church is senior adults. Like that's a really important number and maybe not even in a great way. It might tell you that there's some unhealth that you've got a great youth ministry, but not a great family ministry. Anyway, hypotheticals aside, can you tell us a little bit about the program that is Grow Numbers and maybe some of the things that you have learned by assembling, collecting the data <laughs> from a lot of people? I think, I think the data collection part's really important. Sure. Well, you know, I was a youth pastor for almost 10 years up in Buffalo, New York, like you mentioned. And this was always something that I was interested in because I, I love information. Like I just, yeah. I, I like knowledge is power. I really yeah. do believe that. Like when you know yourself and know your context and understand what's going on, like you can be a more effective leader because you can make better decisions because you have more information. So for Grow Numbers, uh, we really just wanted to make information easily accessible to the average youth worker that maybe they don't have a program that does that or uh, it's just not as robust or youth ministry centric. To get the numbers off the clipboard, right? Like I, right. I've got these old, or maybe you have a spreadsheet that's like the church wide spreadsheet, but you don't have the youth centric, the youth focused. Well, and it might just be one number. It might just be attendance. And like right. attendance <laughs> is one number that is important. You might yeah. want to track that, but there's so many more numbers. And actually, as we start, stuff you can use, I started using all these tools that actually gave me information about my business. Like, you know, how many people are subscribing to my email list? How many people are opening my emails? How many people are resending them? What's my engagement with like on our websites? Are they, what page are they leaving on? So there's just so much information to know. And yeah. I was thinking, man, there's so much information in youth ministry that youth pastors would love to know. So for instance, uh, if you're not familiar with Grow Numbers, what it is is a check-in software, so you can use it for check-in, and it's also a database management tool. So it helps you understand who's in your ministry, your students. It's, it's the front door and the back door yep. for the numbers in your ministry. So it's not just the like, well, it's a great spreadsheet. No, no, no. It actually helps collect those to put them in the right columns on the spreadsheet. Right. And that's even your students, your volunteers, and parents. And so it kind of categorizes them in all those different ways for you. And uh, what we wanted to make up front is like the relational side of those numbers, right? Because it's great to know how many kids are showing up, but what's even more important is every single Monday morning, we send a report out to every single one of our users, all the churches that are subscribed, and we tell them which students have birthdays coming up in the next four weeks, which students were brand new in your ministry this past week, and which students have missed a certain number of weeks. So we actually break it down and they've missed two weeks, 
three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, or six or more weeks. So every single Monday morning, basically every one of our users is getting a report for the people they need to follow up with most. So if you want to connect with some students, those are the ones that need you to connect. They have birthdays, they're brand new, or they haven't been showing up recently. So those are kind of the numbers that you may not get off the clipboard, but they get sent to you in your inbox before you start your week at like 6 a.m. every Monday morning so you can hit the week running knowing those like that information in those students' names. So it starts to put names next to the number. So instead of just how many kids were there on Sunday, well, who are the kids that were new? Who are the kids that were missing? Who are the kids that have a birthday special event coming up, which again, for a lot of folks, they're scared of numbers, but they love names. So finding ways to put names next to numbers is the way in which you can use the numbers to grow your ministry. Well, and even better than names. So if, and we we recommend when you do check-in that you collect Instagram handle is like one of the first things, right? If you do nothing else, I would recommend collect name and Instagram handle because that's, that's where all students you need to start are. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like we've actually built our check in system where you can stagger it over weeks. So, like okay. if a student checks in one, like the first week, you can just ask name and Instagram. And then the next week, you can ask address and parents or something like Perfect. that, right? So, you can like stagger it over uh, the course of five weeks. But on those weekly reports, every Monday morning, when you click on that student's name, so it might say, you know, Mike Smith was a visitor this week in your ministry, you can click on his name. It actually will open up Grow Numbers to his profile page, and there's his Instagram handle if you collected that information when he checked in. So now all of a sudden you can just click on that, leave a little comment on one of his latest pictures and be like, yo, love that you were here the other day, just wanted to say hi, or or send him a DM or whatever you want to do. But there you go, you have information at your fingertips to be able to follow up with these students in the environments that they are when they're outside of your environment. Because that's what we're trying to do anyway. It is more than the count. Like I, Again, that goes back to the original question. Like I could care less what the count is, but I need relevant numbers in relationship to students that are new or in need. And we're trying to find ways to like include, to welcome, to encourage, to reconnect, to connect for the very first time. And so, yeah, I, the Kenny and I both agree. If you're just concerned with the count, Sure. It's that that's a number we care less about, but what we're counting and the way it serves the relationship is really important. Kenny, you've been doing this for, for the last six months now, right? Like five, six months. Like what are some things, some trends that you've heard back from people that maybe have changed because of this, or maybe some new things that you guys are like realizing about youth ministry? Yeah, well, I mean, so many different contexts, so many different people using it. I mean, the feedback is um, has been amazing and across the board. And actually, when we launched Grow Numbers, we launched it at like the most basic version just so we can get it out the door so people can start using it. And throughout the course of the last few months, we've been just adding and adding and adding new features. And we're actually getting ready because, I mean, everyone's asking for this and we've actually had it on our mind from the very beginning that this would be one of our core features that we add in like the first six months. And it's a robust small group system. So like inside of Grow Numbers, people are asking like, hey, is there a way for my small group leaders to get access to some of this information just on their small group students? Can they collect it? Can they check their small group kids in? So like that's actually really encouraging because we built it for relationships. And the fact that so many people are saying, I want my volunteers to be more involved in this process of checking kids in, registering them, and then following up with them is really encouraging. So that's something that will be coming very soon. So if you're, if it's not there by the time you listen to this, uh, it should be there in the near future. But I mean, yeah, some of the things that we're learning is, uh, I mean, I, we're just, 
learning how many youth pastors are or are not collecting information and how they are or are not using it. And we're just trying to learn. Like right now, we're, we're just still in the learning phase. So I don't have anything necessarily to report that I've learned, okay, um, okay. but that we're just still learning and creating the most, what we're trying to make is the most helpful and useful uh, information and system for check-in and database management that we possibly can. What's something maybe that a youth pastor has reported back to you um, that's been like a, a real positive win for them or, or maybe maybe something that they weren't collecting before that's really changed their ministry? I mean, you shared Instagram handle earlier. I mean, I think birthday is one that we always kind of like forget about. But like w- what are some of the new categories of like data collection, data mining that have really become like giving you positive feedback so far? Yeah, well, I mean, some of the data that we do collect are like active students. So not only your attendance week to week, but how many students are actually active. And the way we define active is they've checked into something, they've come to one of your events in the last um, three months. And so if they've been involved in your ministry over the last three months, you can kind of get a snapshot of how many. So like that's really how many students are you reaching overall versus just how many students walked in last week. And so we don't always have that information at our fingertips because even our databases, they might be years old. And we're like, okay, I've got 100 students on this database, but only <laughs> I only have 10 regular attendees. So how many of them are actually active? I don't even know who this kid is. I don't even know who this kid is. And that's actually another way that we categorize. So on like your overview page, when you log into Grow Numbers, you can see your active students, you can see your inactive students. And so inactive is everyone that hasn't checked in in the last three months. They've okay. checked in longer ago than that. Yeah. So that gives you a good look. Last year, haven't seen them since. Right, exactly. (laughs) And actually, that's a great list because we've had uh, youth pastors tell us, like, you know, those are the kids that I am praying for. So I'll pull up that inactive list and I know to pray for those students because they haven't checked in in a while. Um, Or you can check out uh, a list of your new students and basically it gives you every new student um, listed out in like order. So, you know, last week, the week before, the week before that, you can just look at every new student that's walked through your doors. And that's a great prayer list as well. And also a follow-up list. And obviously you get those reports every Monday morning that tell you, you know, who is new most recently. And so we've just had a lot of people tell us like the information is super helpful. They've been more engaged and actually being able to hand that information off to a key volunteer uh, to say like, hey, you're our follow-up volunteer, right? Like that's going to be your specialty. So I'm going to give you a login. You can access, uh, you know, all this information so that you can follow up with these students, either text them, give them a phone call, write them a postcard hit them up on Instagram, whatever it is, whatever your plan is for your ministry. But you as a youth pastor don't even have to have the weight of that on your shoulders. You can give that to a volunteer. You can even give certain responsibilities to a student and say, hey, here's the login to our Instagram account. Go on there and just start interacting with people. Just like, you know, these are all the kids that have uh, that are active in our ministry in the last three months. Take this list, go in, start liking pictures, start commenting on things and just have a presence on Instagram. Like you may not have the capacity to do that as a youth leader, but you know, a 17 year old kid or a 15 year old kid in your ministry might love that. And you've just empowered him to help serve. So 
there's well, and again, an idea. you're creating, helping us create new buckets, right? Like I think that's one of the things that this, you know, the kind of the twofold process of this is that you're creating more buckets to put information in. So more than just having a mailing list for the newsletter, more than just having the count to turn into the church secretary, like we get new buckets, like social media stuff, birthday stuff. And, and I love that it staggers. That's such a great kind of way to keep acclimating, assimilating folks into things. But then now you've given us actionable things as well. So instead of just having like, here's the list of all of our kids. Let's call all of them for camp. It's like, well, no, like in the same way that I'm sure as a business owner, you've learned there's a difference between a, a, a name on a list and, and a cold lead or a hot lead. Right. Exactly. <laughs> folks. So, so, yeah. so maybe help us share a little <laughs> bit of that. Like, I mean, like are there some ways that people have shared with you about strategizing for, you know, I mean, again, it's easier to retain an, an old client than it is to earn a new one. So like, what are some of the things that folks have kind of come back with? Like Kenny, like I, I actually would say that I have more numbers now because I had a list of people that had come some, but not often. And so we were able to move that number from like, oh, you know, once a month to now a couple times a month. Has there been some kind of success stories related to having a more working list or an active inactive list that, that people have had good luck with, good experience with? Sure. I mean, well, we've got lots of feedback just based on those reports that we already talked about, because really that puts those students like the ones that you were just talking about, like the hot leads, right? Like they just yeah. walk through your doors. They're brand new. They're the ones you want to make sure that they had a great experience and, you know, that you follow up with. And then also that list of students that haven't been there in two weeks or three weeks or four weeks. Like that's a hot list too, because you're like, all right, this yeah. student was engaged with us and they haven't been here in four weeks. So now it's time to so what reach happened? out. Yeah, what yeah. Happened? Yeah. So let's yeah. go reach out to them. And so, you know, we just hear, uh, and like, here's the thing too. Some of that stuff is hard to uh, change. Like maybe a student's only with, you know, mom every other week. And so that's the weeks right. that they come. And so you can't really put all of the ownership on your shoulders to increase their attendance rate. But what it does do is at least it gives you an opportunity to find out, right? Like now you have a name and some information to reach out and just find out what's going on. And then that relationship is what's going to make the connection long term. Um, and there's also some other numbers I want to talk about too. So yeah, yeah. besides grow numbers, we also have grow curriculum. And one thing that we're doing this year in grow curriculum based on a ton of feedback from our users is uh, because we talk about these spiritual habits in our discipleship strategy. And the spiritual habits are like spending time with God, uh, sharing their story, using their gifts, spending time in community. And so we are creating uh, quarterly surveys that you could do in your ministry to help track those numbers. So how many students are using their gifts and what are they doing with those gifts? So we're giving you a yeah, survey and grow curriculum to track that. And so you can look at that quarter over quarter, year over year, and see you know how your students are serving, how they're using their gifts, how they're sharing their story. And so these are actually probably more of the more important numbers, right? Like the spiritual health of your students. So it's great to see yeah. who's coming and who's not and who's active and who's new and all that stuff. But like when they're plugged into your ministry, now, you know, when you take the discipleship strategy from grow curriculum, that's when you can start to use these surveys to see a little deeper picture of how they're growing over time. And like, that's the whole point is like healthy growth over time. So it's easy to get 
influx of students if you want to. You can just have like a big, a yeah, exactly. Throw a crazy party, give away a Nintendo <laughs> Switch or like Beats headphones or, you know, whatever. You could promise the world and students will invite their friends for that one day. But uh, I think the most important thing is, are you in healthy growth mode over time, not only numerically, but also spiritually? So are your students spending more time with God than they did last year? Are they using their gifts more? Are they sharing their stories? Are they in community with other believers more than they were last year? And so that's what those surveys are going to help you do this year. Well, and that's the kind of scorecard that I think all of us really want to get to. Because if you're the person at the beginning that was trying to lie or inflate the count, you probably have a heart for students that would would you know continue to grow to be discipled. For the person that you know is judgmentally saying, "Well, I don't keep numbers," like hear hear the conversation now about how like discipleship numbers. Like now we have a way to organize those. Now there's a way to put those things in the right buckets to score those things in the right way that are not just about like, "Hey, was I funny last Sunday?" or "Hey, was this event cool enough to be what it is?" Like no, like there there are things worth measuring. There are things worth counting because those things collected together, put in the right context and the right relationship is in many ways what we're trying to do in ministry. Like we have this, this wonderful picture of whether it's six or five or three years of a life with students that we should see growth. We should hope for growth and we need to find ways to measure that in the same way that like, I, I don't plant things out in my backyard and just walk away and one day come back and hope there's things like I'm going out and checking to see like, man, like did my tomatoes grow this year, right? Like, does my lawn need to be mowed? Like, these are the things that when we talk about organic life, we want things that we know are growing and we need to have the right kind of tools to measure them and the right kind of calculations and adjustments to make if we're not growing. And Kenny, I'm, I'm super thankful for that. And I'm super excited for Grow Volume 2 that includes some of these things, not just about like the great content, but the great measurement for the ways in which we care about our students, not just showing up, um, but growing up in ministry. Love it. Yeah. No, thank you so much for uh, having me on and being able to share this stuff. Any, any little teasers? Little teasers for Grow Volume 2? Mm. So we talked about numbers. We talked about discipleship stuff. Yeah. Anything grow, that you want to Grow Volume give 2. Away, well, we're, <laughs> we're getting ready to release it this month. Um, and so we've got some awesome new volunteer-related resources. So last year we gave you a handful of volunteer meetings. And some of the feedback was, you know, these meetings are awesome. I love them. I just wish there were more. And we're like, all right. You have requested, we will grant your request. And so there now is. we have these basically three meeting tracks for new volunteers, a three meeting track for your worship band, a three meeting track for small group leaders, a three meeting track for uh, crisis, right? So like you can train your leaders on, you know, what to do when a student, um, you know, is talking like about suicide or about cutting themselves or whatever it might be. So we've got actually these leader meeting tracks that we're including in Grow this year, written by some incredible people. So we're super excited for those. Um, and of course, you know, what we're adding in our discipleship strategy, those surveys are really cool and we're excited for them. Uh, we're adding some new things for parents, like some parent events and some parent meetings that we're, we're just like, what we're trying to do through Grow Curriculum is not only help you grow your students, not, not only numerically, but also spiritually, um, but your relationship with your volunteers. So we're giving you all these opportunities and strategies to connect with volunteers, to celebrate your volunteers, to meet with them, to get feedback from them. And the same thing with parents, giving them opportunities to have key moments with their students 
through some of these events, uh, setting up some key conversations with them and some meetings with them and communication. Because, I mean, we all want to do these things, but sometimes right. it's hard to actually do it. And so what yeah. Grow Curriculum does is come alongside of you and say, hey, we've done the bulk of the work on this. Now all you have to do is go implement it. So all you have to do is go send this email to your parents. We've already done it. You can tweak some information, but it's done. If you use MailChimp, there's a MailChimp template. You can go and use it right away. And so we've tried to make everything as user-friendly as possible and so that you can really dive deep with your students, your volunteers, and your parents and just feel more confident and give you a whole strategy for your entire year. And that's really the biggest thing. People, like the feedback has been like, I've never felt more confident in youth ministry because I can see my entire year laid out in front of me. And so, you know, that's awesome. And plus, it's great when you do that because your lead pastor walks in your office and you've got your big strategy board up that we teach you how to build. Yep. It's got everything on there for volunteers and parents and students. And your lead pastor is like, wow, you are more organized than I thought you were. Like, I think I should give you a raise. (laughs) <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll make sure to chalk that up to the Kenny Campbell promise of getting you the yeah. But it is true that for so many folks in the same way in which the count has to count, we've got to have the big picture. And I love that uh, the tools that you give us, friend, for, for Grow Numbers and for Grow Curriculum help paint a bigger picture of ministry as, as a curriculum and a program because what it really is about is the, the depth and the spiritual life of a student. And so, again, thanks for being on the show today. And thanks for sharing your tools and your ideas and insights with us. Uh, links below for how you can get Grow Numbers uh, to do the right kind of counting in the youth ministry and Grow Volume 2, which will hit shelves, digital shelves, in just a few weeks. Thanks, Kenny. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, there you go. That's episode 134 with our buddy Kenny Campbell from Stuff You Can Use and Grow Curriculum and Grow Numbers. Check out the links below for how you can get Grow Numbers to start measuring the right things, counting all the things that you need to count in youth ministry to see your group grow. And then also Grow Curriculum Volume 2. It's great. The teasers are great, and you're going to love it. And you can get a special Booster Grow package if you go to youthministrybooster.com slash grow, where you get curriculum and coaching for one amazing price. Check it out in the links below. Thanks for listening, and we'll get back to you next week. I'm going to turn your world upside down. And I'm going to show you things you've never seen.